You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Johnson. On the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Courtney and Kim Take New York. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Courtney and Kim news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Courtney and Kim Take New York. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, hello there, Kardashian fans. I'm your host, Jackie Moran, and I am very excited to be joined by some new hosts on the roster tonight that you're seeing live on Ustream right now. Uh, Let me introduce... Uh, Ruba Wilson. Hello, hello, and hello. <laughs> we have Spicy Mari, who from going forward we'll call you Spicy since we also have another Mari on the panel. Welcome, Sounds both good. of you. Thank you. Well, I'm so excited to break it down. And of course, we have Mari Fagel, my partner in crime, calling in from New York along with myself. So we are bi coastal here tonight. Are you guys right. out there the with the Kardashians? Episode. What's that? I said, are you yeah, guys out we, there in New York with the Kardashians? Jackie we actually was only a couple blocks away, right? Jackie, you live I only know. a couple blocks away from the Gansevoort. I know, and I'm surprised that I did not see all of this drama going down live as I literally could be in my pajamas watching the rooftop of this hotel. So uh, you can come find me, I'm sure, based on what I just said. But anyway, address. this is where the end begins. That's what we were being told leading into this episode. And we are going to save that because I'm just getting started Uh-oh. on the end of this relationship. We're going to save that because I have so much to say about it for a special segment. We are going to break down the episode, but please stay with us because we're going to debate whether or not we think this marriage was premeditated, <sighs> the whole thing television, or if it actually naturally went south. Mari Fagel has the legallady.com. She's been taking a poll all season long. We're going to save that because it deserves its own segment. I don't know about you guys. You have no, to agree I, with me I there. I totally I mean. agree on that one. Yeah. So we will mission. get to that. So stay with us for that. But let's talk about back-to-back episodes, okay? I just said it. It's where the end begins. There was definitely plenty of drama. This is the Kardashians. That's nothing new. <laughs> right. Let's start. <laughs> let's do it. I'm let's, ready. Yeah. Let's start with these two trips here. In episode one, the girls go off to Connecticut. The guys go off to Toronto. Um, not really sure how I'm feeling about Kim acting like the mother here, saying, oh, he's afraid of me anyway. You can't go clubbing, but we're going to go off on a vacation without you. How can she expect? 
expect him not to want to rebel against that, not to want to go make money, not to want to go make an appearance. You know, he's a guy. He's got to make his own way. And she's telling him he can't go to Toronto and make a club appearance. I totally disagree with him on that. <laughs> Look, I'm like, I want to go. You're, about, <laughs> I know, you're ready. You're ready. <laughs> First of all, I, I'm Team Kim all day long. And I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird because isn't that what Kim does? For a living, like she goes to clubs and right, gets paid for appearances. So, what makes her think that she's going to tell Hump that she's not going? You no, know, he's not able to go to a club and make money. I just think that's kind of funny. Well, in her defense, her issue wasn't necessarily that he was going. It was so much that he went and didn't tell her. At first, she wasn't really feeling it because of the whole trust thing. She just wants to make sure that that's established. But then when he went, that was a little bit of like a little bit of betrayal for her. It was but, secrets. But the fact that she was no, kind of like iffy about is, it was made him not want to tell her. Oh, yeah, that really? was a little hater. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she even like had a second thought that he shouldn't go. Exactly. So that's why he probably didn't want to no, tell No, but her. if she really was that worried about Chris going and making this club appearance, then go with your husband, even if you're not worried. Support your husband. Right. Go with your husband. Totally. They this... have been apart more days yeah. than they've been together, together. Exactly. during this marriage. And this Connecticut trip was not necessary. You Toronto and you spend it with your husband. You don't go. There's no such thing as a sister's weekend when you're married. Yeah. It's called a couple's weekend. They should have gone as two couples. There is already such a red flag that they went two girls off by themselves and she let her husband go by himself. She exactly. should have never, she should have accompanied him. So okay, true. so in 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 the girls' defense, I, I'm gonna have to say that you do sometimes want to separate from your booze. You can't be with them every single you, day because then that turns into babysitting. You do want space and time with your family and friends. You do so, that when you're like seven years in your marriage. I think no, first of all, they're like fresh off like two three months of being you? married at that. No, you have to make them miss you. You can't be booed up every single day. Get so I do agree here. with them needing their little weekend getaway. I just don't think that they needed to go to Connecticut. They could have had their weekend getaway in Toronto. If you really, if yeah, you really I, wanted to be with him. I, you know, I think I've been saying this from the start, Mari. Right, you're with me on this. I mean, it's weird to begin with that they're all living together in this one apartment. <laughs> that right? itself is abnormal. But, yeah. <laughs> But, 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 here's the thing. You cannot go away. And, you know, Kim has the right to be upset that Chris didn't tell her. Right. But she set the circumstance, she set herself up for failure. Guys are going to be guys. And it's not even like he just wanted to go off for nothing. He went off because he got an opportunity there. She just, like, went off to me and was like, I'm going off to Connecticut. (laughs) And, by the way, you can't go work. And you're going to just sit here in New York, which is not even really like his home to begin with mm-hmm. anyway. So what is he just going to – and they're not invited. So I would thought – She's like, on top of that, invited. they're not invited. But why, why are they not invited? And, Ruba, you're a Kim fan, yeah. so, and you're not even siding with her on this. Yeah, not on I this mean, one. Sorry, Kim. Sorry. not invite them. Because they really don't like their men that much. Evidently not. That was uh, evidence enough. Yeah. No, say. no. Courtney and Scott, Courtney does like her man because <laughs> I hope she likes you him. see <laughs> the two of them resolve their fight after Scott comes back from Toronto. It is two totally different worlds from Chris 
and Kim. That's Scott true. and Courtney, they're laughing. But I feel they're like they're, jokes, Scott they and Courtney's relationship is totally different. I, I honestly would say that because I feel like, excuse me for saying this, but I feel like Courtney's somewhat of a pushover when it comes up to Scott, in a sense. In a, in a way, she's kind of with that. And yeah, yeah, he, he loves, loves that. It. But I feel like in the relationship, we've seen it on the show, like, you know, Scott would go out and drink and act crazy. And she was like, well, you know, that's just Scott. And, yeah, you know, I love him no matter what. So I feel like they both have two different But completely- how about she also knows her, her man? Yeah, like, they know that. each other. Kim yeah. and Chris don't really even know each other. So exactly. I don't believe them even liking each other. Yeah. That's why she didn't want I him around. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that because I think, you know, looking at the way, and we're not going to pass over the actual actions in Toronto because Scott was too hilarious. So we are going to talk about <laughs> Scott that. Scott is my favorite. Just, oh my I'm God. team Scott. A party in a glass, <laughs> Jack. Two ways that the two couples resolve the fights. Perfect example. I totally agree, Spicy. She knows her man. Mm-hmm. They've been going out much longer. They're at a whole different level. So, of course, I don't know if it's her being a pushover or her just being used, like, used to Scott and kind of knowing his ways. Yeah. They have a different trust level. But here's the thing about Kim. Even if they're newer and she can't trust him right now and they get into, like, a heated fight about it, she didn't even seem that mad, really. Like, she re- it almost felt more staged. Like, if you're in the new relationship mode and you're really getting into a fight because you really love each other, but there's all these emotions flying, that's not even what that fight was to me. That fight was Kim just coming home and being like, how just dare confronting you? Him like, about right. it. How dare you let me find out on Twitter? <laughs> but you know what? To be completely honest, I felt like this whole episode, the last two episodes, were really staged in a contrived. sense. There was, there was, it yeah, was very, all. very, very contrived, and it had a certain tone to the both of the episodes, and you kind of knew where it was going, and they were just going to keep forcing this one issue in and trying to make it work. So I don't know. I thought it was super yeah. contrived. No, I picked up on that as well because. When Kim finally does approach Chris and she gets mad at him, she she's not a good actress. She's not a good actress. So you can tell <laughs> oh, no. right. and she was faking it. Well, she already doesn't show any emotion whatsoever. She's just not she's just not an emotional person. And so she plays everything just flat. So even if she is acting to be or pretending to be upset, she can't even get the pretending right. Oh, like, come on, she can't Kim, even do make believe. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, that's her, because she has so much Botox that it's very difficult. For oh, her face. that I is a low I didn't blow. Say it. That you is said a low it. blow. You said it. I didn't. I'm out of this. roughness. Kim is, I don't care what y'all say, she is still beautiful, killing the game. Both Flawless. Are not. Flawless and all, right? She is beautiful. It may Perfection. not be natural, but she's beautiful. Whatever her doctors did is gorgeous. Once <laughs> again, you I said it, I did it. I have to say, she looked so beautiful. And in news and gossip as well, we have so much to get to because in news and gossip, there's her new perfume ad that we're going to talk about. We're going to have a special segment after the commercial. We're going to debate about the state of the marriage and how it all got started. So until we get to all of that, <laughs> I really want to talk about it. Jackie, this. Jackie, I just wanted to really sure. quickly cut this in just because we were talking about Kim's plastic surgery. Because I just thought this was hilarious. <laughs> this week they had, they sorry, had a Kim. poll where they put together every single celebrity's best feature. And it was Gwyneth Paltrow's chin and Kate Middleton's hair and this and that. And they composited what the woman looked like. I swear to God, it looks so much like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> like the, the oh, woman, wow. like perfect the way that she woman built from every single feature. And so that only makes me believe even more so that so many of her features are, are um, 
enhanced. Oh, no. I mean, you can see the before I and after picture. She looks Mari, different. And I totally agree with you. And what's amazing is that she has said on last uh, season of the Kardashians that she's had no plastic surgery. So I, b- I believe you, Kim. I believe you 100%. <laughs> you believe her? Yes. You believe her? Yes. It's, it's natural. Come on yeah. now. Her nose is more contoured oh and keen now. Her lips are so <laughs> much more <laughs> puckery. Oh my God. Look at a picture of her. Voguing. Come on now. You can't, now. You can't make cover. such perfection. Yes. Okay. This in, in Kim's defense, I know tons of people who have gotten face plastic surgery and none of them come out looking as good as hers. Oh no. So that she really is a beautiful person that just made herself even more beautiful with yeah. her work. But don't try to fool us and say you've never got anything done. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Like, no come on now. But I love people to keep her grounded, like Courtney, who says the things you eat. I know why your ass and your thighs look the way they do. I mean, that she was, was like indulging in some ice cream. That line. But Courtney is just so funny. And speaking of Courtney, she's even funnier when she's with Chloe. Oh, yes! we were just talking about that. We were literally that. just, we were just saying, talking about that. She changes complete energy. It's so when funny. When her sister is, well, they're both sisters, but when. When when Courtney is around with Chloe, they are just like magnetic. They're party in a glass. Yeah, it's they're 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 a party. And then when she's with Kim, she's just kind of like, eh. But you know what? I don't I don't really like that about Courtney because if you're honestly naturally just a fun outgoing person and you're like high on life, then you should be like that no No. matter if you're with a priest. Like I just don't really like that. So it's kind of weird. Like Kim's a little bit more dull and doesn't bring that fun side out of her. What does Kim talk about with her? I don't know. I just have friends that are super quiet and like introvert, like introverted. Like I'm still me. I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna be really introvert and quiet like you because that's what you do. I don't think I'm she not means gonna do that. to do that though. I think I it's don't know. Just, that's uh, weird. It's to just me. natural. Probably all her life growing up, they would sit at the dinner table and you know talk about Kim. Yeah. And, and you know when Kim's not talking about herself, what is she talking about? So she probably doesn't have that much in common with her sister, gotcha. as opposed to you know when she's I, with Courtney. Fair claim and Chloe. Right. I do think Kim is definitely has the least personality of the three but before we get to uh, courtney and chloe getting together we cannot pass over scott talk about party in the glass scott in toronto <laughs> scott okay? disick is that it last name disick? yeah all right yes <laughs> mari i know you are such a huge <laughs> scott fan from him you know saying to chris his line you know how long I've waited for somebody in this family to be a real asshole like you? It's fantastic. That's hilarious. <laughs> in the garbage pail to oh wanting my to buy the whole in the garbage can. <laughs> Let's go around and say. I absolutely loved it, Jackie. And you know what? You know how well, last week we were off. talking about. <laughs> I have to say that was my favorite part of the episode, and I agree. <laughs> time because every single time in the past that they have teased an episode where it's like, "Oh, Scott's drinking again," they're always like, "Oh no, what's going to happen? He's drinking again," and then we end up watching the episode and nothing happened. They they teased it up too much. Nothing ended up happening. And last week I said, "Is this going to be another one of those instances where they tease up him with the alcohol for the drama?" But it was even better than I imagined. I <laughs> I miss old Scott. I miss him. I thought he was hilarious. But you know what? But they whipped him in a shade. Question, <laughs> yeah, they did. My only, <laughs> my only question is. Courtney was not that upset about Scott going, as we were just talking about. Yeah. But I wonder now that she's seen this footage, 
And now that this is aired and now that she knows exactly what he was doing, I wonder if it led to a bigger fight because I know that she is very, very sensitive about him drinking. You know what? That's so funny that you brought that up about like, I wonder, you know, they didn't know what was going on during Mm -hmm. the taping. I just, I find it really weird that they're saying, okay, I'm going to lie to such and such, but they're not going to find out. Obviously, <laughs> there's cameras around you if you haven't noticed. Like, Reality, really? Folks. I don't get that. <laughs> like, I'm totally going to lie to her, but she's <laughs> never going to find out. They'll never find out, even if really? they see six months later. <laughs> get out of here. I, I find that kind of funny. Yeah. That is hilarious to me, but I do, I do love Scott out of everybody on the show. He's my absolute favorite because I feel like he is the most authentic. He says what's on his mind, even if it's some asshole stuff. He's super funny. He's entertaining. How many of us have been drunk and peed in a trash can? Come on now. Not me. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, what kind of drinking you do. But, I have uh... peed on the sidewalk before. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> But, you know, in, in my drunkenness, <laughs> me and Scott well, are right here. You know, the thing I have to say about Scott, and I say this all the time, is as a viewer, you gotta love him. I yes. mean, I totally do agree wreck. with you, Mari, that I wonder if it led to a bigger fight. Because as we saw, Kim and Chris had some fake, like, emotionless fights. <laughs> Courtney and Scott resolved it the way you think they would. The one thing I'll say about the whole Toronto episode is that Humphreys came off totally responsible besides the fact that he mm-hmm. sh- didn't tell her when he, he got did. it off. Okay, that yeah, was his did. mistake. He even said it. He owned up to it. He said he knew he made a mistake with that, but when a guy is told to his face that he can't go and make money while his, yeah. girl, his wife goes off, I don't really blame him. So here yeah. I am looking at Humphreys so far. He doesn't seem to really be doing anything that bad to me. And we're going to get into the second episode now with Kim sneaking off again to her second vacation or second trip away (laughs) from Chris in what seems like mere days. And I'm not seeing Chris doing anything wrong at this point. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I think that part of the reason that um, Chris isn't to blame also from the first trip that um, Kim went on is because he mentioned to her that he wanted to go so he's so he can't be held accountable for her not knowing but then he didn't tell her in order to rebel and you know when somebody tells us that we can't do something we're going to push the envelope and Just he sees rebel. how much of a punk the men in the family are <laughs> so he's like that's not going to be me I'm right? going to take a stand and sometimes you have to let the Kardashian women know like I am man hear me roar <laughs> and that's exactly what Chris did and you he was talk. willing to take you know accountability for it afterwards because he knew Kim was going to say something yeah. but she really didn't care she was just mad that her Twitter her Twitter followers knew before her but you know what I thought it was so funny Hump said can you please stop stalking yeah, me stop on Twitter yeah stop stalking me on Twitter are you kidding me <laughs> that's so funny she's out on a, a girl's weekend vacation and she's like totally stalking him on Twitter. Right. Exactly. You That's hilarious. You just brought your husband with you. Right? Then you wouldn't have to stalk him on Twitter. You wouldn't right? have time for sex. I'm sorry. Can I just read? Like they're never <laughs> together. Never. Ever. Um, Maybe because there's cameras. But then again, the cameras come <laughs> off at some point. I mean, it's just hard for me to really believe that she likes him very much. Yeah. And so I mean, the second sorry, trip to Dubai, you... she doesn't take him. Right. We go back and forth about this all the time about Chris. You know, I know you call him not the nicest names, but at this point, <laughs> him going off to Dubai, their Toronto, Connecticut debacle, where do you stand on Chris? Because I'm really curious to know, I am still not hating Chris at this point. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not either. All right, That's Jackie's great. referring to the fact that in the past several episodes, I've referred to Chris and the trio of names, a douche guy, a dick, and a prick. But wow. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Golly, this is turning into like uh, Chris Humphreys like bashing. I love Chris. My gosh. <laughs> I have to be like Team Chris this week, here. I have to say that Tim was really the one who was bothering me more because the fact that she went to Dubai without him, mm-hmm. she yeah, she keeps leaving him. And it's like there's something very wrong in a marriage, as Chris Jenner says, like, when you're newlyweds, you want to be you're right. close with each other. You want to be around each other all the time. Right. And so I think it's very inappropriate that she keeps leaving him, that she's leaving him with her sisters, like, <laughs> alone. That's very unfair to him. I know, That's right? Going him into these situations. It's very unfair, and it's very inconsiderate and selfish. You know what? And for whatever adjectives I call Chris, I always come back to calling him selfish. Always. I don't think I've recovered from the, the wedding ceremony, the four and a half hours that I kind of wasted <laughs> of my life, like hoping that I was going to tear up and be like, oh my God, I totally want that in my life. Yeah, I, I don't think I've recovered in, you know, I, I don't know, Chris and, and Kim, I just feel like it's been kind of like pointed towards that direction. Like we were, you know, going to be aiming towards, you know, a little bit later, but I feel like the whole last two episodes were basically like, this is going down a road of nothingness. So if I was in a relationship with anyone that went on vacation an all-expense-paid trip, and I wasn't the first person that they thought of to take with them. Yeah. Who in the hell does that? Right. In addition, it's your and husband. And if you're going through problems, don't you want to have a couple's retreat as opposed to escaping with your mom? All of their relationships and are just kind of weird yeah. to me. Spicy. Their priorities Not only are that, but look watch. at where they went. Let's talk about Dubai for it a second. magical. That Golly. Sex in the City too. Right, right, right. That That's like exactly what I was thinking. For a movie, this was like you. Kim truly got to live that Sex in the City two trip, except to Dubai, and it was the most amazing thing from the plane to the suite to the service to the huge crowd there to greet her for mm-hmm. what, like milkshakes in a mall. She's like the freaking <laughs> princess of America. I swear, of Dubai, she's a. And she doesn't yeah, bring like, her companion. Yeah, like, to do something like that? That is amazing, number one. And number two, she doesn't even want her husband there. And he's not even doing anything wrong at this point in my right. eyes. So I am so not on board with Kim at this point. She gets to have this... Um, here's how I see it. We're, we're into episode two now. She goes off again to an amazing once-in-a-lifetime trip, doesn't want to take her husband, doesn't want to be with him, and expects us to look at Chris in a bad way at this point. I'm only looking at Kim in a bad way. And I don't mean to say that because I think she seems like a nice person, but I don't think, you know, I do think she's spoiled and I don't Mm -hmm. think she thinks about consequences to things. She gets to go on these amazing trips and, and do all this stuff with no consequences. And so I don't know if I can blame her, but no matter what, I don't agree with her actions. I just think she's, totally spoiled at this point agreed agreed yeah i don't Aww. think anybody will argue with that that was <laughs> yeah you you, <laughs> you made you stated your claim <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah she, mean, that- she gets away with him and then also too, her and her mom i mean i understand that they're very very close but she went it looked like she had Yaris like has not is that one a air it looked like she had not like friends two. with her what is that all oh, right commercial maybe <laughs> We it looks like she had um, brought friends with her as opposed to an all-expense, 
you know, vacation with her hubby and even, you know, her mom. Her mom could have brought her husband as well. I just feel like they choose to avoid their men whenever they can. And it's not like they're getting Wait, into trouble. First of all, Bruce, someone needs to stay home with Kylie and Kendall, so I don't think it's wrong. <laughs> they're old that's, enough. That's they're that's like 14, 15. They're, 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 they're not driven. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. But yeah, um, I just think that I think their relationship is um, unfortunately a little bit dull and dry. So Kim's like, oh, that's too much dryness for me. I don't want to have dry on dry. So let me just leave him at home. So, (laughs) you know, I I heard you shouting it, chiming in there. What what were your thoughts? I know I was just going to say that you were saying uh, spicy that that you feel like Chris left her man, too. But I was saying that that someone needs to stay home with Kendall and Kylie because they're, what, you know, 15 and 16 years old. And so I don't think it's wrong that, that he stays home. I That's think old it's wrong enough that to stay home, age. That is. <laughs> Come on now. I was, like, babysitting, like, two kids at that age. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's the Kardashians yeah, for you. Yeah, regardless, you know, seriously, I don't know who, I don't care who I'd have to ditch. If I got a chance to go on that trip, I would be there in a hot second. <laughs> But, She's like, so I'll leave everybody about, behind. Can we talk about the comment you brought up earlier? I don't remember who said it, but somebody had mentioned like the weirdness about leaving your husband at home with your sisters. And do you, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and, and the entire time they're trying to have this or develop this relationship with Chris. And in this, in this particular situation, I will give it to them. They were making an effort and Chris was being a jerk. He was not being receptive. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready to get into the Courtney Chloe duo here. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, they're saying they're making an effort to get to know Chris. That was the whole point of this little segment. But I have you ever heard? I I can't get mad at them because they're just the funniest. To you know, they're just I love them. For the Kardashians, I love Courtney and Chloe. I think they make everything funny and entertaining. But. Who gets to know somebody by toilet papering their room, putting <laughs> snakes in their bed? That I mean, was not a prank. The, the snake, that's ridiculous. That's going like Fear Factor. That was more for their own entertainment. <laughs> right? they, were just, they, were, they were wilding out on that one. That was not so a prank. So I can understand why Chris would be annoyed with them. But they originally, originally though, uh, Chloe was asking Chris questions. You know, how do you feel about this? How's the marriage? Like, she was really making an effort to just have, you know, a conversation with him, and he's not giving her anything. So but now she's trying to get a rise. Think about their track record between Chloe and Chris. Yeah, like, it hasn't bad. always been rose petals and confetti and toilet paper and all that great stuff. It's been, they've been clashing since, right. like, the beginning of time. So, in a way, if somebody's going to be really ridiculous with you, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, I want to be friends, yeah, you're going to be like, true. uh, I don't know what You're going to be a little do. turned off. So, I don't blame him for that. But he should have, I don't know, sort of kind of gave it up He should have been receptive because he saw that she was making an effort. Exactly. And they're going to be, well, they were supposed to be in each other's lives forever. But uh, I think he kind of knew the entire time. I'm on my way out anyway. So, so I don't to need to talk you. to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I was going to say, the yeah. one moment where you thought they might have had to have a heart-to-heart where I would be blame Chris for not opening up is the moment where Chloe sat down with him. Mm-hmm. And I think he didn't open up, and he was vague because I truly think he already knew that, you know, and this is why it leads us into our debate that we're going to have over the whole marriage to begin with. But I feel like Chris sensed it all the way along, so how could he have a serious conversation with Chloe so at this true. point? You know, I don't blame him for not enjoying them putting snakes in his bed and toilet papering his room. Yeah. You don't know what kind of guy he is. He might be sensitive to that. So... You know, I don't know where I stand on... I, Chloe and Courtney are hilarious. I don't think they did the best job 
of getting to know him because even when they did sit down and Chloe tried to have a heart to heart, she seemed very uh, on the offense. She seemed very attacking. That's yeah, true. She, yeah, she definitely she's like so Chris. So what do you think? <laughs> she's very condescending. She's very aggressive with her questions and some of her stuff that she's saying. I wouldn't say that it's inappropriate, but she just doesn't have any like tack with it because I think she just doesn't care and yeah. she's not being sensitive to what she what well, their past Chloe, history was. What the heck? What do you expect, and, and, right? and don't get me wrong, I love Chloe. I just think that she should have, that wasn't like a real heart to heart. Yeah. She wasn't, you know, in order, if you want somebody who you know you don't get along with to share with you, you have to share first. Mm-hmm. So just asking them random questions about how many people they think slept that their with, sister has slept, slept with, with isn't the way to make them feel That's comfortable. That's so awkward, with you. first of all. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. And I don't blame him for being, I don't blame him for being so quiet because. He's in an uncomfortable situation. This is family. These are people who are around each other all the time. And he's a new person in this situation. And the only person he feels connected to is his wife. And she's left him alone in this situation. She wasn't even there. Of course he's going to feel uncomfortable. He's a thousand miles from home, a thousand miles from anyone who knows him well. And he's, you know, in a situation with cameras and with someone who hates him, Chloe. You know, (laughs) I, I understand why he would be so quiet. Yeah. Oh, it's like the new Absolutely. kid in school. You know, everyone's yeah. officially made their clicks him. and, you know, he's a newbie. Like, oh, what you, about that's, me? That was a great point. He's not really connected to any single person. And, I mean, we saw a little bit of it with him and Scott, but what do they really have in common? Right. And, you know, he's he's making, I mean, he, he makes an effort when, you know, they're in group settings or whatever. He's sitting around at the dinner table with the family. But nobody's really been warm and receptive to him. Nobody's made him feel welcome and like he's a part of the family. Exactly. So right. every step, yeah. they take a step oh. back. Yeah, this whole season was teased uh, through news and gossip. I think we reported it on our first episode that we're going to see in editing how bad Chris really was. And to this point, guys, number one, I'm not seeing it. Number two, if anything, I'm feeling more and more bad for the guy because he keeps getting thrown these curveballs. And I don't think he ever had a shot to begin with. So that he's, leads he's me to our little debate. We're going to have Mari Dago with the legal lady. <laughs> Dr. Take- Go ahead, Mari. Sorry, I do, I do want to quickly remind you because, yes, we're hating on Kim this episode, but I don't want to make Chris an angel because he hasn't been this season. I think there have been moments where he's done some things wrong, where he doesn't, I think his problem is he doesn't think before he speaks when he said to her, no one's going to care about you in 10 years. You know, yeah, during the, the, the wedding finale. And so, um, or he tells her that she's eaten too much cake. And, you know, so he has, he's not an angel here. Just I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, good point. Nice. I don't think yeah. there was anything you know, wrong with his honesty. I don't think he's honesty. an angel, but the thing is, is I don't think he's veered from who he is from episode one exactly. or even the yeah. wedding. I don't think he's gotten any worse. That's the only he's thing. He's been yeah, himself. He's, yeah. the only, he's been, been very consistent. consistent. Very consistent. Jinx. Yes. Right? You yes. Only I think we all agree on that. He is who he is. We need a sound bite for us I have a feeling we're going to change our, our tune when we get to uh, our little debate. We, <laughs> Mari on TheLegalLady.com has been taking a poll as to whether or not we think the whole marriage is a sham or if it actually naturally went south. So let's take a quick commercial and we'll talk that out when we come back. Let's do it. I'm ready. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. 
And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? We're back. Yeah. We are back. And, guys, I have, honestly, this is the question on everybody's mind as you watch technically what was supposed to be the beginning of the end tonight. Was this whole marriage, after watching all of these episodes, I think we're really starting to get to a point where we can all decide a little more clearly, was this whole thing a sham? (sighs) Was the marriage... The wedding, the huge, as you said, Ruba, you watched four hours of your life. <laughs> Wasting my life. Four hours of my life. But it's a great wedding <laughs> idea. Here we are, discussing <laughs> the beginning of the end. And I know Mari Fagel has, on the LegalLady.com, that's with one L, has been taking a poll as to this exact topic. Mari, do you have those uh, results as we stand now? Yeah, it's so interesting because I put up this poll right when uh, Chris first filed for annulment because I was writing about kind of the legal issues behind that. And I put up this poll just because I was curious, and it's interesting to see how it's changed from week to week. So now where it stands is exactly 50% of voters say Kim and Chris staged the marriage, 25% say Kim staged the marriage, but Chris had no idea, and 25% say their love was for real, but sometimes things don't work out. So people seem to be pretty split here still. You know what? I'm going to say that it was staged. I'm going to say maybe 45%, sort of, kind of. The reason why I say that is because, like I said, I watched four hours from that wedding ceremony, and I didn't feel connected. It just didn't feel like real love. Like, I watched the Tia and uh, Tia and Tamara uh, wedding special as well, mm-hmm. and it, I felt I literally teared up. Like I, I <laughs> literally teared up, and I felt it. But when I watched Kim and, and Chris their wedding, it just I couldn't feel it at all. It just felt too staged and perfect, and something was missing. So when I heard about the the annulment, I was like, okay, whoop, there it is. Okay, it was a and, stage. And to add to that, last time I checked. Love doesn't really last 60 days. You don't just love somebody. You know, I think that she really, I think she liked him. I think he made sense. It was good timing. She needed him at the moment. You know, he kind of needed her. It was like the next thing to do in her life. You know, she's getting older. It just was, it just made sense. I think she liked him and then she fell out of like with him. I don't think that she necessarily was in love with him. Because she really didn't know him that well. You can't just you know, snap your fingers and get married and think that it's just all going to work out. I think Kim kind of saw where it was going. She's like, I like him a whole lot. And then like things started to unravel and she was like, okay, we started this. Now we have to finish it because, you know, E's invested so much time into our wedding. (laughs) Money. (laughs) Ring. (laughs) Right, right, right. And she wanted to see what it felt like to be married. I think that, that they did genuinely 
you know, start dating like each other. It was at the time it was for real. You know, they started dating back in November. Um, you know, Lala Anthony introduced them at a game. I thought all that was real. He he didn't even appear on the show until the spring. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they had a couple months just to be with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I think once he appeared on the show, it all just kind of spiraled. I think that the producers were pushing them yeah. to get engaged, were put, pushing them to get married. And I think that she did like him. Yeah. And she kind of just was being pushed into this. So she signed up for it, hoping, okay, well, this ho- hopefully it'll work. And she just, they rushed into it too fast. And so I think it's a mix. It was for the show, but I think that they did have, like, genuine feelings. And I think that the show just kind of sped everything. Genuine up. feelings or you think they loved each other? Because there's a difference from like genuine and love. Feelings. So, So you don't think they loved each other? They, well, fine, they loved each other, but not... <laughs> She's like, okay, fine, they I loved know each what other. you're saying. <laughs> Come on, yo. We did not think they loved each other. Because love doesn't... If you really love someone, you fight. Like, I'm, you go crazy. I never saw them going insane over each other. I never saw the passion. I, I, I just... I don't believe the them being in love. I think they really did like each other. And once they agreed to, you know, the contract about the marriage, then it was kind of like, okay, we gotta finish this season and put a pretty bow on it. Let me just say this. If Chris were to say to me, four years ago, you were working in a boutique, nobody cared about you. Like, if somebody would say that to me, I would have been like, uh... That's more like I'm out to kill you right now, like with words. Well, I think like, he was I just busting know. her out. I think he just sees when she gets, you know, self-involved. Yeah. And he kind of just yanks her little chain. Try to from bring time her down to back to earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think you he know was what? trying to just bring her back down. Yes and no. I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I just kind of felt like that was a real sniper move of him, and I would have kind of questioned things like, "Wait a minute, are you what? What are you trying to do here? Are you trying to bring me back down to earth, or are you just trying to prove to everybody via you know television that I I got you where I want you?" and you're just a prop. I don't know. You can take it many ways, but that's the way I took it. So I think he just says what's on his mind. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that he was meaning to hurt her. I think he was just kind of like fed up. Like, come on, who do you think you are? Yeah. Like, and sometimes we have those friends that we got to check, family members that we got to check. And yeah. I think that's what he was doing. He was like, "You're not going to run all over me. I'm going to tell you how it is." Right. True that. Yeah. It can go Spicy. both ways. I totally have to agree with you on that. I think that Chris may not always say the right thing. He may not be the, the first guy I want to, you know, <laughs> right. with. I'm sure of that. <laughs> but he definitely has been consistent, as we said, number one. Number two, I think if anybody seems duped through this whole thing, it's Chris, because I feel like he got swept mm-hmm. up into this Kardashian world. I yep. feel like Kim, Real demand. the thing with Kim is, I want to say it's staged. Here's why I want to say it's staged. And then I'm going to say why, in reality, maybe it's not fully staged, why I can give your theory, Mari, and everybody some thought, is because first things first, why I think it would be staged, is when you see a scene like tonight, where Kim is in Dubai, technically before it's the end, and she's or producers are already perfectly <laughs> staging her pausing in the interview and being like, <gasps> right? Hmm. Like, how is that already being edited and and performed that way when technically they're not supposed to be even close to over yet? So right. when I see things like that, when I see the, these trips, you know, consecutive trips being planned, I want to say it's produced and it's planned because you're setting yourself up for failure in these circumstances. But then I look at it like, you know, when I call Kim 
spoiled, I'm actually using that as a defense for her because <laughs> I think she, as Chloe okay. has said, she falls in love hard, just like that all the time. And she has no reason to have to face any consequences to these decisions. So maybe she really did make these decisions on a whim and say, oh, I'm ready for a huge wedding. Oh, I'm ready to marry Chris and do all these things because look at this now. What is she really facing as far as consequences go for getting married so quick, getting divorced so quick? She's still living her fabulous life, and it's almost like she's not even affected. I mean, people are saying she's sad and upset and whatever. I think she's just, you know, I don't know that she's so sad and upset. She seems kind of fine to me. She's changing her hair up. She's going <laughs> I, off I, I agree, because the moment the news dropped about the whole annulment, we see a picture of her in the club with Reggie Bush. Really? Okay. I don't know. Now, don't in know her defense, because just in case this love was real, in her defense, when we have a breakup and we're in pain, what do we do? We date other people, we switch our hair up, we get makeovers, we're at the massage parlor. Like, she was doing what you do in a normal breakup, trying to get over her ex. I don't know. I'm sorry, when you marry somebody, there has to be some deep, heartfelt love. And Not in Hollywood. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it just seems like the way they try to set it up, especially with the wedding ceremony, everything, you would think that she was that much in love. So for her to end the marriage so quickly and then move on or be seen out with an ex, parting it up, I, I don't know. Maybe she's acting out, being rebellious. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's every single person. The moment I have a breakup, I kid you not, my friends will take me <laughs> out. We are partying. I call up all the old booze. Oh, and I'm, no. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, Shame I kid on you. you not. Hey, man. Spice Shame body. on you. <laughs> and that's all the kids we're doing. After Buzz TV exclusive. Uh, uh-oh. Exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> you so, heard it first. The other thing you guys mentioned that I, I don't want to get away from, too, is that I say this all the time. I've been on reality shows. I've been in front of the camera. You cannot lie on the camera. You like It's like a magnifying lens. Yeah. You cannot em- fake emotions. We say she's a bad actress, all these things, because you cannot <laughs> fake emotions. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'll agree with you guys on is that there were dead emotions in that four-hour special yeah. of the yeah. fairy tale wedding. Exactly. The emotions were dead for me. But here's the thing that I want to say actually in Kim's defense on this. I actually have somebody very close to me that had a huge, beautiful wedding that actually did go south pretty quickly. And you sometimes get caught up in the fairy tale of things. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it on the, like, through the ceremony that something was missing. Yeah. And this yeah. really did happen to somebody that I know. And she thought she was going to have a wonderful life. And it was almost a very, like, almost the same situation. So it does happen right. where she really could have gotten swept up in it. We saw it on the fairy tale wedding because it wasn't there as far as emotions and now she has to get out of it you know it's it's possible that she just got that you know swept up and had to get out of it and you know producers had to set it up that way and it, I mean, it worked out. It worked out fine. I, uh, she's she she's probably going through it right now. But you know, they're not showing us that. They're not showing us her agony. They're showing you know we're seeing her having a good old time. And I'm pretty sure as a publicity stunt, she'll be in a relationship soon enough because that's yeah. always how it works. It's Whenever there's happen. a breakup, we see you with somebody else ten times more interesting than your ex. They don't say X, they no, say next. No, but I next. think that Kim will be much slower, or I hope that she'll be much slower into jumping into a new relationship because she has been criticized like no other for, you know, dissolving this marriage so fast. I mean, she was voted, what the what was that, Jackie? Like the least classy person in America. Oh, no. Kim Middleton was most classy. Wow. <laughs> and right. so I think that she needs to be very careful 
about when she dates next and who she dates next. Because Correct. people just think that she treats marriage like it's a joke, and she treats guys like they're a joke. And so she needs to be very careful. She's been taking it very easy since she announced the divorce. You know, she's been living in her mom's home. She hasn't been doing that. You know, she does her paid appearances, but beyond that, she's been keeping for Kim Kardashian a relatively low profile. So but what happens if she's not careful? Whoever she chooses next, she'll have to You be mentioned careful. earlier there's no consequence. What happens if she jumps into another relationship? What are we going to do to her? Nothing. We're still going to tweet her. Like, oh my God, we're still going to watch her show. Now, you know? <laughs> so there's still no consequence. She can turn up with uh, no, Tom Cruise tomorrow, and we, wouldn't, we would if not blame really her. really think that... She just does things for the show and that, you know, she's making a joke of marriage and of this and that. People will slowly stop watching and become disenchanted with the Kardashian franchise. And so they need to be careful. You know, you know what? I totally agree with you on that one. Like I said, even from the beginning, I'm Team Kim all day. But as the episode kept going, I was like, you know what? I'm not so like, I don't know, involved in loving them right now because I just felt like I don't know. It's kind of like the same formula we're seeing. And can this continue for another couple of seasons? I'm not too sure about that. I think that it's more interesting to watch her failed relationships than it is to watch her happily in love. And that's, that's America, folks. We want to see the drama. We want to see the mistakes. We want to see the flops. Us seeing Kim on a sanded beach with somebody that she's in love with. I mean, look how amazingly energetic she already is. Not. So are we? Are, do you really expect to see her in this like magical relationship when we're just happy about it? Were you guys really happy when she was with Chris? We all kind of, I think we all kind of hated her. I thought it was beautiful. We, it was like a love-hate kind of thing. Like, oh, Kim's so flawless. She has this guy and it, everything's great. I hate him, but I love him at the same time. So, I don't know. We, it's up to you. We're going to keep seeing Throw it in the her ball. have these flop relationships. <laughs> I'm sorry. I already... It's, just, it's Hollywood. It's life. Every actor, every reality star, every single person goes through this. Every normal human that is not even in the entertainment industry goes through this. Yeah. So, I mean, I, whether it's real or not, it's relatable. True that. Yeah, I mean, I think no matter what, I think that the reason I didn't like seeing them together is because, and obviously we didn't have to watch it for that long, is because I didn't feel it. And obviously, look at what happened. Um, you know, I just have to share, by the way, and we're going to keep taking the results of that poll every week, so be sure to uh, vote on the legallady.com with one L and tweet us your opinions. Uh, I know that Ruba is at I am Ruba's world and I am Jackie Moran nice and plug. we have the legal uh, lady <laughs> tweet. And Spicy Mari, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is at S P I C Y underscore M A R I. Spicy okay, underscore so Mari. Tweet us your thoughts on this debate. Let us know. This is getting a little dangerous. I know. (laughs) Right? Ow. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. But, you know, it's interesting you said about we're going to stop watching if we don't like what Kim's doing. I think we need to get into some news and gossip now because I have a pretty juicy story about that exact thing. And the website started against Kim and what's going on with that. So let's get into some news and gossip now. All right, news So there's a website called BoycottKim.com. Oh, I heard about wow. that. I heard about that. Yeah, it appears to be roiling its intended target. The online petition 
ask signers to stop doing business with the companies that do business with Kim Kardashian. And it has attracted more than 500,000 signatures already. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Now, Now, why is this? The website's California-based founder, who obviously has requested anonymity, was only hoping to reach 350,000 signatures. Obviously, 213,000 more have come in. And obviously, that has the Kardashian clan uh, not very happy. Where are their lawyers? Uh, By the way, Jackie... Jackie and fans, I uh, for those of you listening, I have pulled it up. For those of you watching, obviously you can see it. Uh, unfortunately, Ruba, oh, Ruba and Spicy oh, cannot. Darn. Oh, we can't God, see I want to see this. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is haterism or did they actually do something? I have to, uh, you guys can see it on your own. I have to protect your eyes. Okay? okay. I have to protect your gotcha. eyes. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Why was this created? Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm seeing it. And, uh, well,. According to the founder, shortly after he added uh, some features, he was contacted by Kardashian's family, and I think we're seeing the features right now. He was uh, contacted by Kardashian's family's counsel, and he claims that the counsel told him that another lawyer who represents the family, Martin Singer, intended to file criminal harassment complaints against him. Okay. Basically, the founder says they try to scare you because they don't want bad publicity, but mm-hmm. he doesn't seem too uh, worried about it because he's actually going on to uh, try and now get one million uh, signatures. He says that <laughs> the reality star and her family are a stain on our culture and embarrassment for our country. Wow. And, yeah. That's terrible. So, He's, you know, but that's the beauty of free speech in this country. Exactly. There's absolutely no way that the Kardashians would ever successfully win a lawsuit or shut down this site. Freedom of speech, right? Well, they may be threatening him and telling him that the Kardashians big team of lawyers are coming after them. Those, those are just failed threats. And so, you know, what's interesting, though, is this exact guy who started this petition tweeted at me. I wrote an article in Huffington Post right after the annulment about is this show, you know, how the annulment filing and Courtney's pregnancy were announced in the exact same week. Was it for ratings? And he tweeted at me and wanted me to retweet this petition. I decided not to because I love the Kardashians and just because I think that the Bias, show is made fake some of the time. I still like watching it. So I didn't retweet it, but it's funny to see now, <laughs> so funny. you know, after he tweeted me how big it's gotten. What's crazy is that he doesn't like the Kardashians and he created this website, which is bringing additional publicity, although it may be negative, is bringing additional publicity their way. Yeah. Well, their way as well. And he is an example, although he may not like them, of someone who is obsessed with them. He's when you create a website it. about a, a group of girls he doesn't probably even know, that's called haterism. <laughs> In addition, he wants everybody else, oh, if you hate them too, agree with me. I kind of think that he's feeding into this whole, you know, drama. I, I think he's another example of someone who's obsessed with them, just in a negative way. Yeah. But you get that, yeah. right? You totally get that during, you know, anytime you're in the public eye. Come on now. Yeah, but I mean, come on. He, what have they ever done to him? Like, for real? Yes, they're a bad example of uh, American culture. Okay, we're superficial. Yeah, 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 yeah. We already know that. But, like, he could be devoting his energy to, like, 
feeding the hungry. And instead, <laughs> he's going against the Kardashians. By no means. I'm not trying to, like, defend him at all. But, you know, I just thought that was, Like, what you know, is he doing given. with his life to where the Kardashians are hurting him that much? No. Oh, they're a disgrace to the American race. That's what they are. Who made him the voice of America? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, the thing is, God so, bless at it. the end of the day, I'm, we obviously share our opinion. But I'm not one for, like, sort of, like, trying to attack or, you know, negatively kind of put energy out there in this way. I'm not a huge fan of that. But the thing is that amazes me and why I I shared this story is how many people got on board with this, which just goes to show how the public is reacting to this whole thing, because that's what I'm curious about. I'm curious to know what people think about Kim right now and the whole situation, you know, because people are watching, but are, you know, are they watching for good reasons or bad reasons? So just an interesting sign of how many people have joined on board with this website. Not that I'm necessarily supporting it one way or the other, but it's definitely amazing how it really is igniting something in a lot of people here. You know what? So good I, or bad. I just I don't understand what they're standing up much. against. What are you guys standing up against? I don't understand. I just find this kind of funny. I feel like, you know, Hollywood will bring you up and they will tear you down two seconds and that's just, you know, the, the public eye. That's, you know, what they're doing. Obviously, 500,000 Signatures on this petition, that's huge. To what? Signatures to get rid of the show? Like, don't do business with the Kardashians? I guess they're over them. That's their way of saying (laughs) we're over it. The jig's up. (laughs) The jig's up, toots. It's like trying to take down the prom queen. I'm sorry. This is, like, ridiculous. Right. Yeah, despite the messiness, despite the boycottkim.com, Kim, I do have to say, she seems to be keeping her head high, and she obviously, you know walked out with her new look and now she's kicking things off with her new perfume launch yep. and I have to say Phil I don't know if you have the picture to show on Ustream but she does look quite gorgeous plastic what, surgery what, what, airbrushing whatnot. what it's picture do you want Jackie awesome she won't let it go plastic <laughs> surgery uh, what picture do you want me to bring up Oh, it was on the email for News and Gossip. We had oh. a, we had the picture of Kim's new fragrance. But, of course, you could check it out because she tweeted it as well to her 12.3 million followers, by the way. Uh. Um, and it's a new ad campaign called True Reflection. She said it comes out in the spring, and it's so different than her other fragrances. Didn't she tweet um, about that? She actually, like, took a picture of that and, like, sent it to all her, her followers, right? Gave them, like, a sneak peek into her new perfume line, right? Yes. And I do have to say, I thought she looked quite gorgeous. Yeah. She was channeling Elizabeth Taylor, who is one of her icons. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the joining the roster of her already existing perfumes, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian Gold, and Kim Kardashian Golly. Love. Which <laughs> there you go, Jackie. It's on the screen for oh, you. Not, not in perfect form. She's but. a great brand. I think she's a great example of America. She's, uh, she's creating a brand and then uh, capitalizing on that. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Who can, can't blame her for doing what every single other artist does. She just didn't happen to have talent, so she used her beauty. <laughs> she does have a talent. To... She's a businesswoman. Now she has <laughs> a talent. talent. Now she has a business. Yeah. But prior, she didn't. Prior, she was just a... a personality on television that that knew she had uh, you know a lot of followers because she was beautiful and her sisters were entertaining and she did something with that she took can't we just call her a model point blank no but i i have to say right she's been a face gorgeous right okay there you go kim kardashian the model i have to say in tonight's episode just quickly when she thought that christopher columbus 
Christian. Oh, boy. I'm bad at history. The 1800s or the 1700s and didn't know. I thought to myself, thank God she has created the brand she has. Right. She has the right business people behind her. Upon I didn't know she was right or wrong. <laughs> thank God for her mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, yeah, thank that was God a first call. <laughs> that was a bad, that was, that was, should have been edited. Oh. But, oh, well. I think it's, you know, she, I think it's I adorable. Think she had her Jessica Simpson moment. Yeah, dingy moment. We love it. We feed into yeah, that. Um, we, yeah, we feed guys, into it. Guys, <laughs> listen, listen to this one, though. Uh, Amber Rose is calling Kim Kardashian oh. a cheater. Nice. Uh, Homewrecker. It's her basis 28-year-old has been pretty quiet about her pro- high-profile split with rapper Kanye West back in 2010 until now. Because Juicy. she's saying... Uh, what was that? Why me and Kanye are not together... She's a home wrecker. She claims that Kim Cheek ended her relationship with NFL star Red Bush, and she went on to say they were both cheating. They were both cheating on me and Reggie with each other. She was sending pictures, and I was like, Kim, just stop. Don't be that person. And although she tried to speak out to Kim via email, Amber alleges that she never heard a word back from the reality starlet. Went on to say, I thought at least she's woman enough to respond to me, said Rose. She never responded. Very important that the women stick together and we don't uh, bleep each other over like that. This is insane. So, <laughs> you have the Spicy. ex stripper emailing Kim Kardashian, the reality star, to stop cheating on her man with. I, I this is too messy for I me. Don't it's, get that. it's confusing. It, that makes no sense whatsoever in my mind. That you would ask somebody to please stop cheating with my man. Thank you. Because I still want him after you are done cheating with him. <laughs> Can you please save well, some for me? Was, this that makes is in no regards sense. to her breakup with Kanye. Which everyone's like, why is she bringing this up now? And it went on to say that now is that she's with Wiz Khalifa, who's her new boyfriend. The rapper, yeah. They're uh, releasing a single called Fame, and it's a, about to drop, and everyone thinks that this is why she brought this up to get some attention and target him. So whether or not it's the yes. truth, you know, apparently she's bringing it up now to get some attention for her new single. Okay. Anytime you put your private business in the streets, it's for attention. There's no other explanation than a cry for help. Somebody look at me and somebody hear me. Well, people love yeah, it I, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, they love it. Where, where did you find that at? Where did you read that at? That was actually on a few sites um, that came up just recently. She was actually tweeted also. She said, um, after being asked the same question over and over in every interview for so long, I had to be honest and get this off my chest. I don't lie. I don't embellish. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. Just setting the record straight. Fame. And she obviously did a hashtag with fame because that's oh. the name of her single. Uh, fame is a crazy thing, but I'm so thankful I have an amazing husband that loves and supports me to the fullest. He's my angel and my soulmate. So she tweeted that uh, in response to the story. So I don't know. I think it may be true, not true, whatever. But for her to bring it up now out of nowhere while she knows all this stuff is going on with Kim. So I mean, true. For her own personal gain. I'm Jumping not on really the bandwagon. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to make something relevant that isn't relevant right yeah. now. I'm not too fond I'm of not buying it. She should have used that material that back when we were interested. Right? It's Maybe not like working. a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her publicist steered her in the wrong direction. Right? Bad timing. Bad timing. <laughs> right.
<laughs> but that's well, an guys, interesting fact, though. That's good to know. We said that Kim Kardashian is not the best actress, but apparently she's becoming a sitcom star very soon on Last Man Standing. Tim Allen. She as well tweeted about this, that she just finished rehearsing for Tim Allen's upcoming comedy, Last Man Standing, and Yes, Beware People. She's putting her acting chops out there for all of us to watch. Um, on Friday, she took to Twitter and wrote... Just finished rehearsal and table read for Last Man Standing. Such a funny show. And she added a link to a photo of her holding up the Last Man Standing script. <laughs> Great. So will you be watching? <laughs> of course. You want to see how she does. Yeah. Uh, of course. But you know what? I actually think this time around, she's probably going to kill it because after looking at the previews for the next um, Chloe and Kim, she was crying. So I think all this is fake, but evidently she shed some tears. So her acting chops must must have gotten better. So. You know, I think it's going to be amazing. <laughs> but have you guys That's ever funny. seen a disaster movie? Yeah, she yeah. was in it. Yeah, she was She was awesome in it. So what do you mean she doesn't have acting chops? I, I, I did not say <laughs> Phil. I did not say she doesn't have the acting chops. I'm just saying that I'm sure over the last couple of years they've gotten better. And judging from the previews from Courtney and Kim, they've excelled. Phil, Phil. You're, yeah, well, you're defending her acting, Phil. Are you I'm really just saying Disaster acting? Movie was an epic, epic, awesome it's movie. It's not hard to be in a she disaster w- movie. That was not a hard role. <laughs> I don't think she stretched way, herself to I the limits. She, maybe she's better off acting than acting on her reality show. Oh, no. Uh, but oh. Why don't we uh, get into some predictions, speaking of the previews for next week. Ooh, predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, okay, the end is, I uh, guess, continuing to end, and uh, it seems like lots is going on with Kim, drama, drama, drama. Um, you know, we hear Chris saying he could care less about something, and Kim finally, you know, says, well, soundbite, my heart is telling me that I did this too <laughs> I fast. can't do this. So, what do you guys think for I, next week? I personally think that, they're going to end their marriage. I really do. You're I do. So I'm just smart. saying. I'm just saying. You know, I just think that Kim is going to be like, you know, you I can't good. do this. And, you know, we're six months in and it's just a wrap. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think that you agree with up, me. I, spicy? Think, I, I totally agree. You are. You're brilliant. Um, you. I think that we're going to probably see um, her mom, Chris, kind of, uh, you know, talk about it with her a little bit more and just kind of give her affirmation that it's OK that she has her blessing to let Chris go. And then that's going to be, you know, the kind of the momentum that Kim needs in order to start the divorce papers. Because yeah. she didn't even want to change it, her name. You know what I'm like, like so true. She knew what she was doing. Totally foreshadowed. And, Chloe and what's going to happen between the two of them, because I'm waiting for that moment where Chloe says, I told you so. And Kim says, I'm sorry, you were right. I should have trusted you. So I don't know if that moment's going to happen, but I'm waiting for that moment to happen. But just so we remind viewers, uh, next Sunday is the Golden Globes, and I'm sure we will be having a fabulous after show for the Golden Globes. But unfortunately, no Kim Courtney take New York next Sunday, so we'll be back in two Sundays nice. to be discussing all of the divorce <laughs> drama. Well, look how yeah. long we didn't, we, you know, we, we kind of had our doubts a little bit about um, about Chloe and um, what, Lamar? Yeah. And look at how long they've lasted. I mean, I'm really surprised. I believe their love now. Like, I actually You know what? It. That's real to me. I'm sorry. I think she loves that man. They I think are that down man loves for each her. Other. For real. Honestly, that's that's true love. And I hope 
to God that they don't he you know give into that Lamb. reality. But we never yeah. saw that with her and Chris. <laughs> we were waiting for like something, right? Just a there was something. nothing Just there. Something. Yeah, and they didn't agree. Spicy. At all. I think it's going to end next week or in two weeks rather. And the the saddest thing that will be for me is we never even saw them have a chance, and that's. That's yeah. really what bothers me about the whole thing. But as Mari said, we're going to have to wait two weeks Darn. because we will have the fabulous Golden Globes to watch. Yeah. And then we'll be back with, I guess, the end of court, of Kim and Chris on Courtney and Kim Take New York. But we'll be here to talk about it on After Buzz TV. And thank you so much to our new hosts, Ruba and Spicy thank Mari. Thank you, guys. And, you guys are amazing. And Mari Fagel. <laughs> thank you, as always. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks. Let's do it. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.